As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Beer in Front. I'm your host, Dave Zalatoris. Every week, I'll discuss a beer that maybe we've forgotten along the way while we accumulate check-ins and our badges. Some weeks, I'll feature a new beer that has potential to be a classic. Being from Chicago, I'll talk about some local beers I had during the week, I'll add my spin to events of the day, and at the end of the show, I'll call out the Jagoffs of the week. This week's beer will be Rauch Beer from Dovetail. That's Beer in Front, coming up now. Welcome to episode 53 of Beer in Front. How's everyone doing? This is going to be a good show. I'm going to stay away from my usual IPAs and stuff. And the beer in front this week is going to be from Dovetail. And it's their Rauch beer. So I'm excited to have this one. I'm usually not a huge fan of smoking my beer. But this one is allegedly top-notch. Everything Dovetail puts out is great. So I'm excited to have the Rauch beer today. Later on in the show, I'm going to have an interview with Kurt from the Half Hour Bros podcast, and that's a good one. You should definitely check those guys out when you get a chance. On the last couple episodes, you heard me mention that next week I'm taking off and I'm turning over the podcast to you because Ruby and I were getting our second vaccines. And actually, as luck had it, we were able to grab something yesterday, so we both have our second vaccine, but I'm still keeping next week's show where it's you. You run the show. Talk about your beer in front. I've got a lot of people that have submitted so far. I have about 11. I'm looking to have a few more come on in. So if you're thinking about it, please get it into me by Saturday the 27th or maybe Sunday the 28th. And next week's show is going to be all about you. You know, the good news is that both of us are feeling probably 90% after the vaccine yesterday. I know there were a lot of reports that the next day really knocked people out. Now, we both had the Pfizer vaccine, and I mean, outside of my arm feeling like Mike Tyson punched it, I'm feeling pretty good. So if you haven't had your second shot yet, 
you know, your mileage may vary, but we're both feeling pretty good today. In beer news, Ballast Point is permanently closing their Chicago tap room. It has been closed down for a while because of the COVID, and now they're just pulling the plug completely, which is a shame. It's only been open maybe three years, four years tops. And it's a beautiful location, nice roof deck. So hopefully someone will take that over. But you had to figure Constellation Brands, when they owned when they owned them, they had to pump in a ton of money for that location. So you, you have to figure somebody else is going to buy this and open up a spot there because it's a great location. And I'm waiting, and you know somewhere... There's a brewery out there that's thinking about making a shrimp cinnamon toast crunch flavored sour milkshake IPA. You know someone's going to put this nonsense out. So don't. Whatever you do, just don't. I had some pretty good beers this week. One that I had from Rheingeist was their Bubbles. That was an interesting beer, but it was good. I would pick that one up again. I had from Dutch Bag, there's something's going on. This is a dark ale that I thought was really good as well. And one that I haven't had in a while, and with the shortage of 8-ounce cans, Hopewell had to put their Lil Buddy into a 16-ounce can, so I picked up a promiscuous. It's now called Lil Big Buddy, and that's a Hellas Lager. And that's phenomenal. That's just a terrific beer. So if you see either the Lil Buddy or the Lil Big Buddy from Hopewell, that is excellent. Pick that one up. All right, the beer in front of me this week is from Dovetail. They're in Chicago, and this is their Rauch beer. Like I said in the intro... Normally, I'm not a fan of this style, but I'm trying to branch myself out a bit, not drink the same stuff all the time. So I'm going to try this. This is a smoky beer, which you would think I'd like. I love smoked meats, smoked cheeses. Hell, I smoked cigarettes for a thousand years. So you would think I'd be a fan, but I'm not. But Dovetail is a world-class brewery, so let's give this one a try. Wow, that's smoky. It has a great color. The color is really good on this. It's not as dark as you would think. It's a nice dark brown color, but not like a stout or a porter. Uh, the aroma's got some smoke to it. I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a smoky beer. Let's give this a taste. That's pretty good. Now, the smoke, the taste of this is more subtle. Uh, The aroma of the smoke, you know, just for me, is stronger than the taste. The taste, it's there, but it's, it's very subtle. This is good. No, you definitely get the malt in this, so it's not just the smoke taste. No, this is a really... I'm surprised, and I'm going to have to jump on the Rauch beer train. This is a really good beer. Let's have some more. Yeah, that's 
that's really good. I think some of the ones that I've had in the past were super strong. I think I had, I remember the Alaskan Smoked Porter, which has won a ton of awards. That, and it was probably seven or eight years that I've had that, but that was almost too strong for me if I remember it correctly. But no, this is well-balanced, it's subtle, this is a really good beer. This is from Dovetail. Once again, this is their Ralph beer. I would pick it up. You know, something that's different. If you've never had one before, give a Ralph beer a try. This is only 5.6% alcohol, so it's not overly strong. You could have a couple of these. So if you see it, or if you're not in Chicago and you happen to see a Ralph beer and you haven't tried them, give it a whirl. All right, thanks. Welcome back to Beer in Front. I'm very happy to have Kurt on from the fabulous Half Hour Bros podcast. It's a great podcast. You should definitely check them out. It's funny as hell. And as the name suggests, it's roughly a half hour. So, you know, you got a good commute. You could just pull this up, listen to these guys on the way to work. Kurt, how's it going today? What's up, man? Yeah, Half Hour Bros podcast. I appreciate you having me on i've uh i've heard a couple of your show where uh, we kind of cross over we're alike in a lot of ways i like well, i saw a beer in front and i said i don't i don't know what this show's about but i'm interested like let's Check go it out now i think you know we've roughly been doing this about the same amount of time how long have you guys been doing the podcast like what got you into it what made you pull the trigger like oh this is something we want to do um first first off i have to tell you when i first heard your voice i thought you were one of the like uncredited men on the snl skit where they're in the chicago and they're doing the bears uh skit oh, yeah. with like stop chris Farley and mike bears. myers you sound yeah, you sound like you could be right there at the table next to him it's <laughs> it's it's really nice um yeah we started a year ago we've been we've been doing it for a year we got about 53 54 episodes in the can um real grassroots man uh called my brother one day he's my actual brother i'm 30 he's 38 and uh we're talking about podcasts we're listening to and he you know he kind of goes we should have a show like it wouldn't you know we talk all the time we say funny shit we we rant we get drunk we have nice banter he goes you know we should we should start a podcast and i said okay um you know give me a month i was like just give me a month and he came over in a month because we live right down the street from each other and I had this like makeshift studio in my guest bedroom and I had these two like little $40 mics and an iPad and I'm like, you know, this could work, you know, so we started with that and then, you know, now a year later we've we've upgraded and learned a little bit, but I, I love it, man. I love it. I think everybody out there that's uh, that's into hobbies and finding stuff should uh, seriously consider starting a podcast. There should be there should be more of them. Now, and. You guys are available everywhere, right? Like Apple, Spotify, oh. every place. Yeah, everywhere but YouTube. That's what I always say. You can find All us right. anywhere but YouTube. We're uh, when we get bigger, we might move to video. But right now, just just doing this shit is hard enough to maintain than having to do a video and edit it yeah. up. So everywhere but YouTube. Yeah, uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, shit, Podbay, Podbean. You know, anywhere. Now, like you know, you said you know this is a real grassroots. Your show sounds phenomenal. You guys got like sound effects, reverb and shit. Were any of you guys ever in radio before? Because like your show sounds like it could be like a morning radio show. Very professional. 20, 2021, I'm kind of a uh, like a student of YouTube, I guess. And okay. a student of failure, I guess you could say. Um, a mm -hmm. little bit of backstory. We grew up 
our dad is basically just like us. We're like carbon copies of our dad. Sarcastic as shit, you know, kind of witty, banter, drinking. You know, we're real good at bullshitting and and uh, and having a back and forth. And, you know, when I grew up all the time, I'd fail at so much shit. And he would always tell me, you know, you got to keep failing, keep failing. Every time he goes, when you fail, don't think of it as like a failure. Just, you know, you learn something new out of it. Just take that and, and try next time. So when we started the show, man, it was real kind of low budget and we had a little bit of money to invest. And I told my brother, I said, we're only going to invest in the sound of it. I can, you know, there's so many things I've done with getting sound effects and having to convert them over and send it through email three different ways and download it and kind of like, you know, rig it up because we're not, we're not versed in anything audio technical at all. So all this was me looking up what's the best mic under a hundred bucks. And then, you know, we get 300 bucks. All right. What's the best mic under 300 bucks that we can get? You know, let's buy this little thing. Let's put up some uh, sound dampening pads. It was a real, it was a real fuck it up and figure it out. If I can say that. No, no, that's fine. Oh, and you got your stimulus money now. You're going to be upgrading a lot. You know, uh, funny enough, that as nice as you say the show sounds, that stimulus check is going to pay the Amazon credit card we used to make the show sound uh, as good as it was. Because I told him, I said, look, man, I, I ran the numbers one day and I was like, I need, we need like a couple grand. We, uh, we put in on an Amazon credit card, bought all the equipment we need and then just stopped. So this, yeah. this stimulus money will be really good to pay that back to get the sound that we've already got. Now, the last episode I listened to, you guys were hitting it at 8.30 in the morning drinking beer. You guys normally record that early? No, no, man. Um, so with my job, I just put in not to work Thursdays, and they okay. don't schedule me on Thursdays. So that's the day we record and we release it on Friday because there's not really much editing, if anything, at all. So Thursdays, he'll usually, he works Monday. He's got a Monday through Friday job. He'll have to um, go get his kids, take care of everything, and come over at like 6 or 7 at night. So lately what he's been doing is coming over on his lunch break, and we've been recording just like right there from like 1230 to 1, whatever. But now, man, the, the other morning he called, and he was like, I got a lot of stuff to do. And I was like, just come by in the morning, I guess. And he came by, and I'm just waking up, and he's handing me a damn Coastal Crush uh, Sour Mimosa I'm like, hey, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I'm like, these guys are hitting at 8:30. I'm proud. And I did drink all day. That was the problem. Is once I got once he left, I was like, oh, now I gotta, you know, pop open a bottle of wine. I'm already halfway tipsy. Yeah, might as well. Now, what's it like? You said you're in Georgia, correct? Correct. What What's it been like with, you know, like the pandemic? Things opening is, you know, are you guys in like shutdown or half open? You know, how's everything going down there? I think this is one of the first times that um, usually Georgia's, you know, Bible Belt, real strict. Everything gets passed last in Georgia. All the northern states will, you know, and West Coast states predominantly have more progression than the southern states, just in general, in their voting and what they allow. This was really the first one to where, like, all the hoity-toity expensive areas f shut completely down, and some of the southern states were a little bit more wide open. Like we, I, I tell people all the time when I'm talking to people from other shows across the like country and they're like, yeah, man, we can't even, you know, go into a damn gas station. It's so shut down. And like, we can't even go here. And I'm like, Oh man, we don't even, some people don't even wear masks down here, even though it's required. Yeah. Uh, I work at a retail place and no one even wears, they'll come in without a mask, even though the PA system tells them every 20 minutes. And there's like nine signs, some parts of it been kind of shut down, but compared to other spots, like, Jesus Christ, if you live in Los Angeles, I, I just weep for you. 
because you know you can't even go check your mail without a, a fucking hazmat suit on yeah it's uh yeah i just think it depends on you know where you live things like that everything here you know how's it yeah, yeah. how's it up there uh yeah you you need a mask and i mean i'm gonna wear one anyway i you know I oh work yeah, the public yeah, yeah as well you know it's not a question to me i just don't trust half of these knuckleheads that i come in contact with so i don't have a problem wearing a mask everything was like shut down last april in may where like the only thing you could do was go to the grocery store uh things like that now everything's you know open up they just started opening up restaurants and bars again to like a 50 percent capacity so i mean slowly but surely we're getting there so hopefully you know by the summer things will be somewhat back to normal knock on wood yeah and that's um i'm kind of like you man i don't discriminate if you don't want to wear a mask that's your right as a taxpaying citizen but yeah when i go out me and my wife we're always putting a mask on when they ask mm -hmm. in certain situations just because it's in my head i'm like look if, if that's what we have to do to get it done with it's one of those like just take people just can't take their medicine anymore that's the thing they yeah. came out and they said look man put a mask on if everybody does it we can end it we still can't do that yeah. With like hundreds of thousands of people dying, you still can't get somebody. There's still some jackass out there who goes, no, I don't want to do it just to yeah. be like different or something. Working in a grocery store has been tough through this because when the pandemic hit, we were the only place open and I, it was just hell. It was overtime. I was in the grocery department at that point and it was just, it was nuts. We were doing, I was working at a store that lost money. Like as a store, we were, we were getting ready to close. And we actually, we, we lost money every month just because they had built new stores and in the area and we kind of got flushed out and we're on the deep end. You know, they're about to shut the store down and move us all to another location. And even during the pandemic, we were turning like a huge profit just because we were the only, like, you know, it was just grocery stores. Uh, you were probably making a killing. You were keeping the toilet paper and selling it out the back of the truck. You probably made a good, nice profit oh. in the early part of the pandemic. Um, yeah, man, the stock price jumped up. They gave yeah. us little bonuses. They gave us gift cards every once in a while. Um, toilet paper, dude, we could not, we partnered towards the end when it got real bad with a, um, like corporate toilet paper, like that you would see in like a office setting, oh. like not ones that you can buy at home. Like, like if you go to like a therapist or something and they have like Kimberly Clark or whatever toilet paper, yeah, we were getting is like. We were getting a bunch of that in and selling it out the front door with like you uh, barcodes on it. That's how bad it got. Oh no, nah, man! I'm I'm a delicate flower. I need some two ply, man. I gotta I had to have my two ply. Please and thank you, man. When when I feel that like thin ass toilet paper, I'm like, all right, here we go. The day's downhill from here. Yeah, it's not gonna get better. No, now like you know my show, I always talk about having the beer in front of me. What is your go-to beer something that's always going to be in your fridge all right i got um i got two for you i got all one right. that's easily accessible and i got one you kind of have to search for um my go-to is michelob ultra gold all right it's it's i, I loved michelob ultras they came out with the gold it's kind of more wheat or it's an organic beer real light the taste i mean who just just talking about it if i if i had a six-pack in front of me I'd, I'd crack two just to have the second one ready like I right. love Michelob Ultra Gold. Um, one that you kind of got to search for, it's called Coastal Crush by Stillfire. And it's a uh, sour mimosa beer. That's like a big difference between that and the Ultra Gold. Yeah, you, it's kind of what mood are you in? Or, or, am I kicking and All drinking right. with like the, the guys or my brother comes over? It's Michelob Ultra Gold. If it's me and you know my brother's just coming over, we're just chilling. 
or me and my wife are just chilling watching a couple movies it's definitely coastal crush because right, i'll have to keep an eye out for that one it tastes kind of like that old barrel candy that was sour it tastes like somebody took a couple pieces of that and dropped it into a mimosa oh, okay all right i'll have to be on the lookout for that i'll check that one out and also another like part of my show where if somebody's just aggravated me during the week i gotta call them a jag off you have anyone off the top of your head that's just pissed you off and you want to call him a jag off? Um, I, I would, I would say, I would, I would, I'd probably just say the government in, in a certain sense, the yeah. government, whether it be Republican or democratic, whichever way you go, everyone at some point has looked up and been like, what in the hell are these guys doing? You know, they talk about the stimulus checks and they're like, we're, we really care about this. We want to get this out to the people. And every time it gets stopped, why? Because they fluff it with their own agenda, and well, I want this for my foundation, and I want this for. They can't even the this in the middle of a pandemic, we can't even get the powers that be, quote unquote, to sit down and just agree to pay some people out to help them financially, even yeah. in the critical moment when everything is on the line, they still go, well, I need you know if there's going to be money involved, I'd like my thing to get you know, a hundred million dollars. And I want this to get a hundred. Well, I, I wouldn't trying to pass this for the last couple months. Let me squeeze this in. If you want my vote that, that those would be the biggest jack offs to me throughout all. Yeah. This. I mean, they should have just gave people the money and then argue and then about all out the other the shit later. Yeah, then, then figure out the rest. Why do you have to, the reason they tie it to our money is because they want us invested in it. They want us trying to push to get it passed so that we get it passed for reasons we want. And they sneak in all the sneedy stuff underneath. That's our government. That's it, man. Yeah. Proud yeah. to be an American, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, Kurt, I do appreciate you coming on brother. I mean, it's been fun. I love listening to your show. Everyone, please check them out. Half hour bros. Once again, Kurt, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah. You can look us up on Libsyn, um, half hour bros podcast, type that into anywhere you stream podcast. Uh, we're at half hour bros at gmail.com. And we're at half hour bros pod for the Twitter We've got a Twitter contest going on. Go check out our Twitter. If you share out where you listen to us, our link tree, share it out wherever you're at. Send us the screenshot of it. We're going to pick a winner at the end of the month and send them some Half Hour Bros uh, face mask. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and, you know, for people, you know, listen to my show and follow me, you know, I'll definitely tweet out when the show drops with their uh, Twitter feed so you can follow them as well. But, no, by all means, Kurt, I do appreciate it, brother. It's been a fun time. All right, there were a lot of them this week, so let's just get right down to it. Here are your Jagoffs of the Week. Liberal anti-vax conspiracist Naomi Wolf. Now, she's a former advisor to President Clinton and Vice President Gore. She's anti-vax, like I said. Now, she was tricked into retweeting a post from a doctor called Johnny Sims. And this doctor put a quote on top of his picture about vaccines and everything else. Well, the picture was on top of a porn star, Johnny Sims. And she didn't vet it. She just retweets it like it's gospel. Naomi, you're a jagoff. E.J. Liddell is a sophomore forward from Ohio State. Now, they lost this weekend, or I'm sorry, this past weekend, to Oral Roberts in the NCAA tournament. Huge upset. Ohio State was definitely favored. But after the game, these fans were just, and I'm not going to repeat them, it was racially motivated, 
It was sexually motivated. They were just insulting this kid. And I believe it was his Instagram account. But, you know, they were saying that they want to kill him and kill him as F rear end and F N and just disgusting. I can't believe that people would do this. He's an adult. He's 20 years old, but he's a young man. And it's a basketball game. They lost. It was an upset. But I just don't get people. I hate people. I really do. That why you would take this out on this 20-year-old man. So to everybody that's upset with E.J. Liddell because you lost a stupid basketball game, you're a bunch of jagoffs. Texas Governor Greg Abbott wants to blame the Biden administration and for their detention centers causing the rise in COVID cases in Texas. But, Governor, the only person you could really blame is yourself. You're the one that lifted mask mandates for your whole state. You removed your social distancing order. Your attorney general was bullying different cities to comply your vaccine rollout was a giant cluster, and so far as of two days ago, only 11% of Texans have been fully vaccinated. So stop trying to blame other people and blame yourself. Jag off. Now yesterday morning, Mitch McConnell went to the Senate floor just to talk about the filibuster. You know, he didn't want to talk about people getting shot, two mass shootings in a week. You don't want to talk about that. You're more concerned about preventing black people from voting than you are about people getting killed. Mitch, you're a jagoff. South Dakota Senator Mike Rounds. Now he's saying that the founding fathers never intended Washington, D.C. to be a state and that the only reason that people wanted to become a state is so the left wing can pack it with their agenda. So this is from the founding fathers. The founding fathers didn't think that the Dakotas should be a state. The founding fathers didn't think that black people were humans, much less eligible to vote. Mikey, you're a jag off. Now, Washington, D.C. has roughly 700,000 residents. They have limited representation in the House of Representatives, no one in the Senate. But now the people in Washington, D.C. pay more per capita in taxes than any state. They fight in our wars. If there were war, they could be drafted to go to war. And they have a larger population than Wyoming and Vermont. Now, Wyoming and Vermont have two senators each. So why shouldn't Washington, D.C.? I think I know the answer. Representative Jody Heiss of Georgia, he said that D.C. should not be a state because it doesn't have car dealerships, landfills, or airports. That makes all the sense to me, Jody. That's why it shouldn't be a state. But they actually do have car dealerships, so you're just a jagoff. Oh, but the real jagoff this week is longtime jagoff Rafael Ted Cruz. Now, he said during the gun hearing this week, after there were, you know, two mass shootings in the past seven days, you know, it's weird. For the last year, there were no gun shootings. And now that everything's open up again, there's two in a week. I wonder what could be the reason. 
But back to my buddy Ted. So Ted says, quote unquote, every time there's a shooting, we play this ridiculous theater. Democrats propose taking away guns from law abiding citizens. It makes it worse. Ted, a police officer was killed in Boulder. All right. You're not expressing sorrow for that. Or maybe you've offered, you know, thoughts and prayers, but just stop it with your fucking bullshit, Teddy. You're a jag off. 16 people died in a hot air balloon in Lockhart, Texas, and you authored and passed federal legislation in wanting improved safety rules for hot air balloons. You did this for 16 people. Hell, 16 people were killed last week in mass shootings, and you want to talk about ridiculous theater. The only ridiculous theater is coming out of your mouth, Ted. You're a jag-off. All right, that's going to wrap things up for episode 53 of Beer in Front. I do want to thank you for listening, and I also want to thank the Half Hour Bros podcast. That was a great interview. Check them out. Don't forget, next week, you are in charge of the show. So if you have a beer in front you want to talk about, please email it to me at dave at beer in front. All right, I won't talk to you next week, but you will. See you then. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.